0: New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com snapped or text SNAP to 500, 500. That's audible.com snapped or text SNAP to 500, 500
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. You hear that? That's the sound of another sale with Shopify, your go-to for selling everywhere, online, in-store, and even on social media. Shopify POS is like the central hub for your retail operation. From payments to inventory, it's all there. Got different gadgets? No worries. Shopify's hardware is adaptable, fitting in just how you do business. Start transforming your retail business with an incredible offer. A trial for just $1 per month at shopify.com Wondery, all lowercase. That's shopify.com Wondery. Take the leap and upgrade your point of sale solution with Shopify. Visit shopify.com Wondery and start your trial today.
2: He was a successful car salesman, and she was his beautiful wife.
3: She showed him lots of love. He had someone to spend time with and spend his money on. They seemed like
1: lovebirds. Everything was great. She was pregnant.
2: But their growing family is ripped apart by a vicious crime. There was a great deal of blood. It was pretty alarming. And she's saying they killed him, they killed him. The investigation unleashes an avalanche of secrets and lies.
4: He frequents strip clubs and liked to party, so to speak.
2: As detectives follow a trail of evidence, they must determine if this crime was payback for previous sins.
1: Is there a killer on the loose? Are gangs moving into town?
5: He had shown up at one time where he had been, like, assaulted.
2: Or was this a cold-blooded killing with an even darker motive?
3: If there's any little detail that you have omitted to this point, now is the time you tell us. What kind of horrible person does that? How can you look somebody in the eye and do that to
2: Saturday, February 28, 2015, Round Rock, Texas. At around 1 p.m., the Williamson County Sheriff's Office gets an alarming 911 call.
6: Yes, sir, this is an emergency. There's a fatality here at the house. Hurry, please. I need somebody hurry, please.
2: Deputies arrive on the scene moments later.
4: The patrol, they go in and clear the home. They find a victim in the master bath.
5: He was lying on his back, face up, and he had a really large gunshot wound to his forehead. It was pretty alarming. There was a great deal of blood underneath his body. There's obviously a deceased person there, and clearly it's a murder.
2: The victim is identified as the home's owner, 34-year-old Ali Khan.
5: He was an assistant manager at a car dealership in Round Rock.
2: To determine what happened, deputies turned to the two witnesses on the scene. The man who placed the 911 call, Alex Bedoya, and the victim's wife, Nancy Khan. Ali was supposed
7: to be at work on Saturday and didn't show up. And so his boss started texting him and calling him worried.
2: Ali's coworker, Alex Bedoya, tells police that no one had seen Ali since his last shift two days earlier. So their boss sent him to Ali's house to check on him.
6: You have a guy that shows up every day and shows up on a certain time, and then one day you don't show up for hours and he don't answer the phone, I mean, you know something's wrong.
7: He checked all the doors. Everything seemed locked. He was getting concerned because Ali's two vehicles were in the driveway, so he should have been there.
2: The young man tells the deputies that's when he called Ali's wife, Nancy, who said she had stayed the night at a friend's house and had no idea what was going on. She ends up showing up to the residence.
7: At that point in time, she goes in. The coworker is standing at the door. When he hears her scream, he goes in to see what happened and finds Nancy on the ground next to Ollie's body. And she's saying something like,
2: they killed him, they killed him. The oldest of three children, Ali Khan was born in 1980 and grew up in a family with high expectations.
3: His parents were doctors so they were highly educated I think his folks wanted him to be a doctor or something like that and he was really smart.
2: Ali was also gifted with a magnetic personality and had no trouble making friends.
3: Real happy guy, always make you laugh. He was just super friendly. He had friends all over the place and he, and he could start a conversation with anyone.
1: He was like one of the most lovable, likable guys. Everybody loved him. He was the kind of guy that would uh, give you the shirt off his back. In
2: 1998, Ali headed off to college with his sights set on becoming a doctor. But it was during a summer job at a car dealership in 2002 that Ali found his true calling.
3: He was a salesman, man. He could he could make a he could sell a car like like anything. He really enjoyed, you know, just making the sale, just making some money.
2: Ali enjoyed selling cars so much, in fact, that he decided to change his career path and stay at the dealership full time.
6: Once you get in the car business, if you really like and you're good at it, nobody really goes back to college. He really loved the business. He really wanted to sell cars and make customers happy. We worked 80 to 100 hours a week, especially when we first started. I mean, we was there all day and all night, every day.
2: Although initially disappointed, Ali's parents eventually came to understand and respect their son's decision. They seem like a very
7: close-knit family, a very
2: loving family, very connected. Ali's success at the dealership earned him the attention of his supervisors who rewarded him with a new Rolex watch.
3: He always wore it all the time, yeah. When you get a Rolex, you show everybody your your awesome Rolex. He wanted to live the life, you know what I mean? He liked nice cars and he liked jewelry. In
2: 2006, Ali received a promotion to manager that transferred him to a dealership in Houston about three hours east. Soon after that, he met a beautiful woman named Nancy Flores, just two years his junior.
3: She was pretty and she liked him. I mean, what else can a guy ask for, you know? She probably just showed him lots of love and, he, you know, he had someone to spend time with and spend his money on.
2: Unlike Ali, Nancy didn't come
7: from a close-knit family. Her parents died in a car accident Mm -hmm. when she was a child.
3: She kind of kept to herself, quiet, not really talkative.
2: Despite her reserved nature, Nancy connected to Ali in a way no woman had before. And a few years later, when Ali returned to Round Rock to manage a new dealership, Nancy came with him.
1: They had a long courtship. They were madly in love, and you know that was his soulmate.
2: in his hometown and with Nancy by his side, Ali continued on his upward trajectory at the dealership.
3: He made tons of money for the company. He opened up two different stores, a, a chain of dealerships. He trained people. He
6: did so much for the company, above and beyond. He was a go-to guy. You know, he pretty much was the backbone of that dealership.
2: Ali also made a large enough salary that Nancy didn't have to work. Fine dining, luxury goods, and European vacations became a way of life for the couple.
3: I went over to this house and I opened the door up and I'm just like,
1: you live in this? Like, this is huge, it's echoing, you know? I was like super impressed. He's a great guy. He's done well for himself, has a beautiful house. He has probably a, a big bank account, could take some nice vacations. There's security for Nancy.
2: In September of 2014, after four years together, the couple announced that they were expecting a baby.
3: She had told him it was going to be a boy, and that's all we kept talking about was a boy, it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a boy, you know? We're going to get the playgrounds and the seesaws and rope swings and all that kind of stuff.
2: Just three months later, the couple tied the knot in a private ceremony. She was pregnant,
1: they just got married, He's at a successful car dealership. They seem like lovebirds. Everything was great.
2: Now the Khan's hopes and dreams have been shattered when Ali is found shot to death in their home. And police must answer, who would kill this successful car salesman and why? Coming up. Clues at the crime scene reveal details about Ali's last moments.
1: Whoever did this was making sure he was gonna die.
2: And detectives uncover some troubling secrets from Ali Khan's personal life.
1: She indicated that
4: he liked to use pills. She made some statements related to other drugs.
2: Ali Khan, the manager of a successful car dealership in Round Rock, Texas, has just been discovered shot to death in his home.
4: Mr. Khan was laying face up uh, on the floor with his head towards the door. And there was a close contact wound of a gunshot wound to his forehead.
5: There was just a massive amount of blood on the floor. And there was just blood all the way to the master closet, which was at the back of the bathroom.
4: In my opinion, there was no belief that um, he committed suicide based on the scene itself. There was no weapon, there was no, there was nothing that indicated suicide at that point.
2: As homicide investigators escort Ali's wife, Nancy, and his friend, Alex, back to the station for questioning, CSIs begin analyzing the crime scene.
7: He was shot nine times. There were entrance wounds both to his back side and to his front, indicating that his body was moving as he was being shot. And then the last shot was, was to his forehead at a close distance.
2: Despite the number of times Ali had been shot, CSIs only find one 9-millimeter shell casing at the scene.
4: The shell casing was recovered um, from behind the door.
5: So it would seem that somebody had collected the shell casings and there was one that they had overlooked.
4: We are able to see that there was bullet holes in him, uh, but it just didn't make sense on why there was nothing broken, no rounds that had gone through, because of the, the, the shell casing 9 millimeter round had recovered.
2: It appears that whoever killed Ali removed other items as well.
7: In the closet, it was very evident that there was a chunk of clothing missing. Just it was very clear that someone like took a big chunk of stuff and moved it.
2: Had robbery been the killer's motive? It seems possible given the Khan's wealth.
1: He's done well for himself, has a beautiful house. Maybe somebody broke into the house and thought, this guy's got to have money.
2: Before she'd been escorted to the police station, Nancy Kahn had mentioned she believed that a few of her husband's possessions were missing.
4: There was some statements about watches that were taken, some money. There was $10,000. It was inside a coat pocket in the closet.
2: But a quick glance around the home seems to dispel the theory that robbery had been the killer's primary motive. The house would have been ransacked and rummaged through. I mean, it
5: didn't appear that way. The house was locked up. There was no signs of broken windows or torn window screens or anything. It was. It seemed like whoever went in there had access to that house.
2: Based on the blood trail and bullet wounds, detectives theorized that Ali was first shot while he was standing in the bathroom closet.
4: The blood that was in there, you, on the walls itself, you could tell that he had a, a wound on his, on his forearm. And so it's believed that that was probably the first shot defensive because there's spatter on the wall.
7: There was blood all on the clothing that was in the closet. So clearly something happened in that closet for the blood to have spattered throughout the clothing. After being
2: shot once, the evidence suggests that Ali tried to run to the bathroom door to escape and was shot seven more times until he fell on the floor and was ultimately executed by a gunshot to the forehead. At that point in time, we
5: we had no idea who the suspect would be, who could have possibly done this.
7: The shot to his forehead, you have to look someone right in the eye when you do that. I don't see how that could be anything but personal, very angry, and horrific.
2: When police notify Ali's parents of his death, they are devastated.
5: They're really good people, very kind. You can see just enormous, tremendous loss in their eyes, especially
2: with the father. It isn't long before word of the horrific crime spreads through town.
3: I lost it. I still can't believe it. I can't. It's hard. It was so shocking. It just, it's not a phone call you expect. It just didn't seem real. It's like, it's like a punch. It's like a punch to the
6: heart. Everybody was speechless. I think even then, when I close that day, because it just, you know, it's like like empty space.
1: When this happens, of course, there's shock and concern. Who would be mad at Ali?
2: Back at the sheriff's office, detectives question Ali's widow, Nancy Khan as well as his friend and co-worker, Alex Bedoya.
3: Are you he aware of any enemies that he had, though? No, I, I, I don't. I don't. Does he I mean you said he's a pretty fun guy, he's generally well liked, or is there anybody that can't stand him? Or, you know? No, I mean, this. I just had to work. about guy. Cool guy. Yeah. You know. Not the kind of guy that makes a bunch of
4: enemies. No, 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 no. no. He just seemed shaken a little. Um just in the sense of what he had seen. So I don't know that it was anything, there wasn't anything suspicious or anything they pointed out for him at the time.
2: Ali's widow, Nancy, who is seven months pregnant, is also unable to think of anyone who might've wanted to harm her husband. She tells police that the last time she saw Ali was Thursday night. She admits they had a fight that evening, and Ali had ended up going out with a friend who went by the nickname Turkey.
4: She didn't like Turkey. She she thought he was bad news, according to her statement.
2: Nancy says she got worried when Ali didn't come home that night. He also didn't return her calls.
4: So she left, went search for him that night.
2: She kept coming
7: back by the house. She came by the house at 1 AM. And then at 3 a.m. to see if he was there, to see if he had noticed that she had packed up and left. And then eventually drove off to go visit a friend about 80 miles away in Stockdale.
2: Nancy claims she never heard from or saw her husband again until earlier that morning when she got the worried phone call from Alex. Detectives ask her if Ali might have been hiding any secrets that could have led to his death.
4: She indicated that he liked to use pills and smoke some marijuana. She made some statements related to other drugs. He frequents strip clubs I and mean, liked to party, so to speak. He was
5: kind of wild at night, and um, he would go to clubs and go
2: party. Coming up police take a closer look at Ali's secret party lifestyle and find a possible motive.
1: The way the murder went down and the bullet between the head, we thought, maybe this is a drug cartel. alpha
5: 19 commence Wi-Fi device checklist.
6: Laptops on. TVs streaming. Game console, console Bravo is the real housewives of New Jersey. A
2: little zap, 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 zap.
6: Is all new. How
2: is Teresa
5: handling you becoming friends with Melissa? And conflict. That's who you want to associate yourself
7: with?
6: Runs in the family.
7: I really don't want to answer any questions about Teresa. I'm going to
8: have to rethink this.
6: Strap
3: in.
8: You're a bully. Don't poke oh well. the bear.
6: For a bumpy ride.
2: I see your true color. You're, You're dirty. Everybody was right about you.
8: In
6: all new, the real housewives of New Jersey. Every Sunday at 8. I'm Bravo. And streaming on Peacock.
2: Detectives in Round Rock, Texas, are investigating the gruesome murder of car salesman Ali Khan.
1: He gets shot in the body, chest several times, and then he gets shot between the eyes, like a mob hit.
2: Ali's widow Nancy tells detectives that the last time she saw her husband, he'd left to hang out with a friend named Turkey. She also admits that Ali had a dark side that involved drugs and strip clubs. That's one thing that concerned us is that, is
5: there somebody that, you know, could have gone home with him or, you know, somebody from that lifestyle might have been a suspect?
2: Police need to find Ali's friend, Turkey, to learn what happened the night he vanished. Unfortunately, Nancy doesn't know Turkey's real name or his phone number. But as CSIs are wrapping up the crime scene at the Khan residence, a car parks on the street outside. There was a friend that had shown up
5: and was really, really upset.
2: The friend identifies himself as Turkey. Police are eager to find out what he knows about Ali Khan's last night alive.
4: He followed the patrol to the sheriff's office and ultimately he was interviewed at the sheriff's office. Is Turkey a
1: nickname?
0: Yeah, I'm Turkish.
2: Turkey tells detectives he'd been at home on Thursday evening when he received a call from Ali.
0: It was, uh, yeah,
1: Thursday night, man. He
3: called
7: me. I told him I'm heading downtown, come
4: meet up with me Sure enough, he did. They had gone to several strip clubs, and that evening, him and Turkey, after Ollie, and Nancy had gotten to a fight, and she had scratched him, and I think the word was used that she was crazy or she was becoming crazy. Almost like um, things were coming to an end or, or were in process of being ended.
1: We've been having problems
3: with her for a long time. Well, well, tell me about some of those. Just, I mean, OK, I mean, he's a great guy. He, 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 was, he was the best hobby, I think. You know, he, he frequented the uh, establishments, like the
1: city bars and stuff like that.
2: Turkey tells detectives that he and Ali had visited various strip clubs and bars that evening before parting ways at approximately 2 a.m.
7: Ali had taken him home, and they were still conversing, either on the phone or through text messages, until Ali got home. So from what Turkey said, Ali
2: got home safe that night,
7: and then just didn't ever hear from him again.
2: Turkey claims the last message he received from Ali was around 3 a.m which means Ali was murdered sometime between 3 a.m. Friday and when his body was discovered Saturday afternoon. Based on the revelation from Ali's widow, Nancy, investigators asked Turkey if Ali had possibly been involved in drug sales. Did
3: he have any problems with any guys? Or he into anything that you think might put him in danger? No, dude. Most illegal thing he did is maybe smoke weed. Okay. that's it. Anyone else that would give you suspicion or give you pause?
2: That's when Turkey reveals that Ali had another secret that his wife didn't know about.
4: Supposedly, Ali was having a relationship with a woman. I
2: never remember her name. Oh, she,
4: she, was she was here and there
2: for the past, you know, four or five years. They're
4: they shorts short. Brunette chick, maybe like you know, early 30s.
2: Turkey tells police that Ali would regularly rendezvous with his girlfriend when Nancy left to visit out-of-town friends. You know, and whenever like, she would be out of town, sometimes she, you know, like a few weeks a few months ago, you came and picked me up from my house and when I and picked her up. Detectives question. Could Ali's affair have something to do with his murder? Unfortunately, when detectives ask Turkey for more information about the woman, he is unable to provide them with a name or an address. Convinced Turkey had nothing to do with the crime and with no other avenues to pursue, detectives turn back to Nancy to see what she might know about her husband's alleged mistress.
4: Nancy believed that he was hanging out with, um, you know, another female, and uh, knew that he frequent clubs and that things, and she wasn't able to control that. But I don't think that she knew exactly who he was hanging out with. You can't tell you
8: know when They're cheating on you. You know that. You
2: just know it. Nancy says she began to suspect her husband was having an affair after discovering some suggestive text messages on Ali's cell phone. I think he met
8: someone else because he was, he, he was talking with her, promised her that he was going to give her a job, and that he was going to give her a job there, and then he asked her, if you want, he was like, you want to hook
2: up? Nancy says she was devastated by Ali's cheating, but she claims infidelity hadn't been the only problem in their marriage. I
8: called the cast because he punched me and he was choking me.
2: Investigators look into Nancy's claims, and sure enough, they find a police report filed five months earlier, citing domestic violence at the Khan residence. But it was Nancy who had been charged with assault. Nancy had
7: claimed that Ali had assaulted her. Ali had bite marks, he had bruising on the side. It was clear that someone had punched him or kicked him. There were no marks on her, there was no uh, documented injury on her. Uh, She admitted at the time that she had bit Ali, presumably to get him to stop doing what she said that he was doing. Based on the officer's observations, he believed Nancy Kahn to be the aggressor in that incident. The officer ended up obtaining a warrant for Nancy Kahn for assaulting Ollie. What the officer saw was pretty compelling for him to then go through the process of getting a warrant for her um, and then having that warrant entered in the system and served.
2: It's becoming clear that the Kahn's marriage was far from perfect. And detectives can't help but question whether Nancy herself might have had a hand in her husband's murder.
4: From the interview, she was she was definitely, by the end of the day, she was a suspect.
2: Pressed again on her alibi for the time of the murder, Nancy states she had been staying at the home of her friend, Jennifer Perez.
4: Jennifer Perez was a good friend of hers. They worked together at some point.
2: Nancy claims when she realized Ali wasn't coming home, she made the decision to go to Jennifer's house in Stockdale, two hours south of Round Rock. She had eventually
7: left at about 3 o'clock in the morning to go to a friend's house out of
2: town. To determine whether Nancy is telling the truth, investigators will need to speak with Jennifer. But before they do, police get a warrant to search Nancy's car. And inside, they make a troubling discovery.
5: There was a bunch of clothing. We had a lot of blood on them.
7: The clothing that was found in her car seemed to match that piece of, of the closet that was missing. Also, two watches were found, which was what she had indicated were stolen right after finding the body. Seems like all that information came from her, saying at the very beginning, They killed him, they stole his watch, they stole his money when it was clear that there was no sign of someone ransacking through anything. So it's very clear that she was actively taking evidence from a crime scene and trying to hide it.
2: Inside the car's trunk, detectives make another disturbing discovery.
4: There was a Ruger box with a missing gun out of it. It was for a nine millimeter Ruger
7: shell casings that were found at the crime scene match, the gun case, that was maybe our first indicator of
5: possibly what the murder weapon was.
2: To determine whether the missing Ruger was in fact the murder weapon, investigators first have to find it.
4: So ultimately, I entered the information on the box for the serial number through ATF. There's not really a tracking system as far as you purchase a gun, and so there's a database where I can go in and say, you know, does Nancy Conn own a gun? Um, ATF doesn't really have the capabilities of that type of database. However, there is, if you go to a sporting goods store and you buy a pistol, there's a record of you purchasing that gun. Um, So that was entered.
2: While detectives wait on the results, they take Nancy into custody and charge her with tampering with evidence, despite her claims of innocence.
5: There was a lot of things about what was found her in her car that was inconsistent with what she was telling the police.
4: And the question was, is if you weren't involved in that, then how did those items get into your vehicle?
7: There's mound of evidence that the investigators had already worked on collecting, pointing towards her as being the killer.
2: Coming up... Police confront Nancy with their new suspicions, and a possible co-conspirator comes into focus.
8: And I said, what did you do? She said, I just did something very bad.
2: Four hours into the murder investigation of Ali Khan, detectives have zeroed in on his wife, Nancy, as the prime suspect after discovering a wealth of evidence. I mean, now
8: I'm um, the suspect. of not suspect. Yeah.
2: Yeah, you are. Absolutely. Nancy, however, continues to maintain her innocence. So detectives take a closer look at her alibi. And visit her friend Jennifer Perez who Nancy claims she was with the night Ali was shot
5: Nancy connected with Jennifer Perez who lives in Stockdale she left the Round Rock area and went there
2: so we know that uh,
3: that you're friends with Nancy yeah, I do. tell me about that tell me about your last contact with Nancy
5: I think at first she was kind of reluctant and she was very evasive
8: Right here. She came and visited me. She said she was going to stay overnight. but my husband told me that if she had problems with her husband, that it was much better for her to leave because we didn't, he didn't want no problems. So what
3: did she say happened with her and her husband?
8: She didn't tell me and I didn't want to ask because I didn't want no problems.
4: She didn't necessarily seem scared in the the sense of she done something wrong. She seemed scared in the sense that she was involved in this. Why are you here? Why are you talking to me? You know, what's what's going on? Yeah. So about what time did she get here then?
8: Um, I think she got here probably like around 1 or 2. Yep. In the afternoon, she got here. She said she had a lot of problems with her husband.
2: Jennifer's timeline isn't matching with what Nancy told police who claimed she went to Jennifer's house early Friday morning, not Friday afternoon.
4: And what did she do then?
2: Uh, When she came here, we
8: went to the dollar store.
4: She stated that Nancy took no clothes with her and that she went to the store to buy clothes because she had a dress on and it was cold.
2: Detectives asked Jennifer if she and Nancy went anywhere else that evening.
8: And I took her to the laundry, to the laundry mat to wash them some clothes that she had, and I uh,
7: thought But she didn't bring any clothes.
8: No, no, she didn't bring, like, exactly clothes. She had what she had on, the, a, a dress that she wanted to wash.
7: But what Nancy Khan does is she has a, a plastic bag, with a trash bag, and Nancy goes into the bathroom, stays in the bathroom for a very long time ends up changing, I suppose, into the clothing that they bought, and presumably goes to wash the
2: dress. Police wonder why Nancy was quick to wash her clothing when she arrived at Jennifer's house. To find out, detectives decide to ratchet up the pressure on Jennifer.
3: If you fail to disclose the information that we know you know, then you become a suspect.
8: Okay, she came here, it was like around 230. She said she had a problem with her husband. I saw blood on her, and I said, Nancy, what did you do? She said, I just did something very bad.
2: Jennifer tells police that Nancy claimed Ali had beat her earlier that night. She goes, he arrived.
8: I think she said he arrived like around 3 something in the morning, that he woke her up hitting her, and that she started, they started fighting, arguing, and all that stuff. And he she said he had gotten on top of her. And that's when she started looking for something to hit him.
5: And she grabbed a gun and, and told him that she would shoot him. And he taunted her and said he, she wouldn't or something like that.
8: And that's when she killed him.
2: following jennifer's statement detectives release her
4: she was believable um i don't know that she necessarily knew that actually he'd been shot she was a cooperative witness to a homicide case
5: she was actually very helpful and assisted with law enforcement so i don't believe that they wanted to to charge her with anything because she led them to a lot
2: of extra evidence But detectives have a hard time believing Nancy's version of events.
7: I don't believe that there was any evidence that she had been assaulted.
5: It just seemed like a murder that she tried to cover up and then tried to lie about it and say she wasn't involved. And it was strangers that had done it.
2: In an effort to recover evidence connecting Nancy to the crime, police head to the laundromat where she and Jennifer had washed her clothes.
7: Officers were able to go to the laundromat. Happened to be the day before the trash was being collected and go through the trash can and find the bag. The red dress was in the bag. There was some stains that appeared
2: to be blood. Among the clothes inside the bag is more evidence.
5: Some of the most damning evidence that was found was the two spent shell casings that they were missing from the crime scene. And it matched the same type of shell casing that they found in the bathroom.
2: Detectives are then notified about the discovery of another crucial piece of evidence, which only seems to deepen Nancy's connection to the crime. A groundskeeper at a local church was mowing
7: the cemetery and had run over a gun. When
2: police obtain the gun, they realize it's a 9-millimeter pistol, the same type of weapon that killed Ali Khan. And when it's entered into the database, police confirm the gun is a match to the shell casings found at the laundromat and the crime scene.
5: That came back to the same serial number as on the box that was in the trunk of Nancy Khan's car. And that was the murder weapon. I think at that point we were felt pretty confident to go and pursue a murder charge.
2: On March 9th, 2015, police charge Ali Khan's pregnant wife Nancy with his murder.
4: She didn't say anything her demeanor changed to, you know, disbelief, so to speak, of the the reality setting in. I'm glad they had her, they got her,
3: and I was just hoping that they could prove everything.
2: Coming up, as Nancy Kahn's case heads to trial, new questions arise about her true motive for shooting her husband.
3: What kind of horrible person does that? How can you look somebody in the eye? do that to...
2: 32-year-old Nancy Khan has been charged in the shooting death of her husband Ali. Nancy told her friend Jennifer that she'd only pulled the trigger in self-defense. But the evidence suggests a more vengeful and cold blooded murder.
3: That wasn't a self defense. It's too many damn bullets. She wanted him dead, obviously.
7: I don't know how someone just makes a decision to take someone's life, especially in that way, but it was cold and calculated and very intentional.
2: Adding to the tragedy is the fact that just five months before the crime, Nancy had revealed to friends that she and Ali were expecting their first child. But it isn't long after Nancy is taken into custody that the jail's doctors make a shocking discovery.
4: She said that she was pregnant since they had her in the infirmary and ultimately a pregnancy test in the jail itself was completed and, and showed no results.
2: It turns out that Nancy had faked her pregnancy and Ali had no idea.
4: From all accounts, from everybody that was spoke to, Ali believed that he was having a child.
2: In preparing for trial, prosecutors discover what they believe is the reason why Nancy fabricated her pregnancy. Following their domestic disturbance six months earlier, Ali had revealed to several of his friends that he planned to leave Nancy. I believe it's
7: because the assaults had kept happening and kept getting worse. I know that he emailed uh, her and basically told her he couldn't do it anymore
2: and that that he was going to be asking for a divorce. Nancy was terrified to lose the luxurious lifestyle she'd become so accustomed to as Ali's wife. So she faked a pregnancy to convince Ali to stay with her.
4: There was turmoil in the, in the relationship, and it was ending, and so that was a way to keep him connected in the relationship as long as possible. Yeah, he told me, and then we'd been, when I got to his house, that's all I wanted to
3: talk about. She had told him it was gonna be a boy.
1: He was that kind of guy. If she was pregnant, he wanted to make sure he did the right thing and took care of her.
2: But when Nancy discovered Ali was cheating on her, she realized she wouldn't be able to hold on to him forever.
1: That's what flipped the switch for Nancy. You're not going to divorce me. You're not going to leave me. So her jealousy issues came into play
4: because he would spend time to do the same thing he'd always done, but now she was trying to latch on, which I think she was trying to control that side of him more and more and more, and just wasn't able to.
2: In speaking with Ali's friends, prosecutors learned that not long before he was killed, he'd shown up to work with signs of another assault at Nancy's hands.
5: He had evidence of some trauma around his face, scratch marks and I believe his glasses were broken. And and he said that it, there was some kind of altercation that occurred with Nancy.
7: There was evidence of escalating violence. Things were getting worse.
5: Ali expressed a lot of concerns about Nancy's volatility to a lot of his friends. He was trying to find a way to end the relationship.
2: Prosecutors believe that on the night of the murder, the couple were in the middle of another huge fight when Nancy grabbed the gun from the bathroom closet.
1: I think it was a moment of rage because she thought that she was gonna be alone, cut off, and their relationship would be over.
4: He became defensive, and that's where the first round came into play, is in his arm, and he's trying to run out the closet, and she shoots him as he's leaving the bathroom, walks out, and then he falls, lays on his back, and then she walks up and puts a bullet in his head.
5: I don't think it was a very calculated decision that she made to kill him. I think it was very, you know, spur of the moment. I think that she had a lot of anger issues, and I think that, I think it got the better of her, ultimately.
6: What kind of horrible
3: person does that? How can you look somebody in the eye, and do that
2: to? Facing a mountain of evidence, Nancy agrees to plead guilty to murder with a deadly weapon in an effort to avoid life in prison. As part of her plea deal, she is given a 40-year sentence. She showed no emotion. I mean, none throughout the whole process. Though justice is served, it provides little comfort for Ali's friends and family.
1: We couldn't believe she only got 40 years in Texas considering how brutal the crime was. And this was a guy that meant a lot to everybody, not just the family. And to lose him left a big void. I miss him, just miss everything about him.
3: His smile, his voice, just having a buddy that you could talk to and trust. He was like a brother, but he's gone.
0: Nancy Kahn is serving her 40-year sentence in a Gatesville, Texas, prison. Nancy will become eligible for parole on February 28, 2035. If denied parole, she is said to be released on February 28, 2055.
2: For more information on Snapped, go to Oxygen.com.